KZSU News Update for Wednesday, August 12th. A brief look at securing the 2020 election during a pandemic, an event held by the Stanford Center for American Democracy back on July 27th. Here's Stanford Law School professor Nate Persily. What is the problem? The problem is how do you uh, adapt the electoral system in a very short period of time to ensure social distance in voting, right? And need to understand that uh, voters are habitual actors, that they are accustomed to voting in particular ways. And most of the major changes we've had in our electoral system have taken several uh, elections in order to uh, be accommodated. Um, but we are trying to shift the way tens of millions of Americans vote uh, in a very short period of time. Now, that's the problem. The solutions are not, as we say in the election field, rocket surgery. Uh, that you know, you need to move to as many people to vote by mail as possible, and you need to retrofit as many polling places as possible to avoid risks to voters and poll workers. Now, that is not as easy as people think. Um, simply deciding right now to mail out a ballot to every voter is many states are not going to be able to do it. In addition, while we've thought about this, particularly given the, the tenor, the, the polarization on vote by mail as a kind of dichotomous choice between mail voting and polling place voting, actually there are a continuum of options between those two and different states will do different things on that. And almost all states, with the exception of the all vote by mail states, are going to have some mix of the two. Now, Let's just start with the constraints that, that limit the available options in this election. So um, the biggest constraint, as I'll conclude with, is time. We need more time to vote, we need more time to administer the election, and we need more time uh, to count the ballots. We also need money. As you know, uh, Congress has, only, has appropriated $400 million in the last CARES Act for um, election administration. Uh, jurisdictions say they need four to five times as much as that in order to deal with all the social distancing requirements for polling places and for mail voting. And that's because we have a shortage of people, places, and things. We are losing poll workers um, because most poll workers are over the age of 60 and they don't want to serve in, 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 in the polls. We are losing polling places because schools, senior living centers, and firehouses are taking themselves out of commission. And that's where that probably represents roughly half of the polling places in the U.S. And we need things. We need the kind of PPE as well as election-related material in order to pull off the election. Even simple things like the envelopes that are used for absentee balloting needs to be acquired now. And there are structural impediments, of course, to, the, to the, these changes. The incredible decentralization of our election administration system, which pushes down authority to roughly 10,000 local jurisdictions, problems in the contracting and procurement process that we've seen in other aspects of the economy when it comes to whether it's ventilators, face masks and the like, as well as law and regulations that are on the books that are not prepared for this particular environment. There is, of course, the, the, the underlying politics and partisanship and polarization around things like vote by mail, but you'd be surprised as you go to the local level at how the um, local election officials are not as infected by this as you would think from the national conversation. But undergirding all this is just incredible unpredictability about how the virus is going to the status of the virus as we go into fall. Uh, and so uh, you have election officials trying to plan for all manner of possibilities um, while not knowing which is really going to be the one that the voters are going to choose. More information on this event can be found on our Twitter page at KZSU News. The full 90-minute event will also air tomorrow at 10 a.m. on KZSU. 
As for today's headlines, a study released by Stanford School of Medicine found that e-cigarette use and vaping increases the risk of contracting COVID-19. History professor Norman Nymark has received the Norris and Carol Hunley Award, one of the most prestigious awards for books on historical subjects. County supervisors have approved fines ranging anywhere from $25 to $500 for individuals failing to comply with coronavirus health orders, including not wearing a mask. 27-year-old Alejandro Venegas Guevara has been arrested for the rape and assault of a woman in her 60s last Wednesday night in San Mateo County. A suspect has been found dead at the scene of a deadly stabbing that left three people injured and one dead. Get ready for warmer weather, with temperatures jumping by 10 degrees as we head towards the weekend. I'm Kendur, KZSU News.